I'm Jason Key, and I got next. You next up, and you ain't been on sports like talk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next, and you up next. Keep the wins go hard. Rise the star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat. Don't settle for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flex. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready to go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. Another fire episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. KT and I, we are searching high, low, far, wide, east coast, west coast. We are finding rising superstars, super sensations in our communities who are doing big things and accomplishing big dreams. And today, Ooh-wee! We close off season three with an absolute banger. We have saved the best for last. That's right. We got a guru. We got a legend. We got an icon right here from the DFW Metroplex. We at home represent one of our very own. I consider him the godfather, but you guys, can, y'all probably know him from all of his major rankings and all of the things he's out there doing from content with ESPN, the McDonald's All-American, but, but, but regardless, you see this guy in gyms all over the country watching some of the best and brightest superstars of the future. Let's make some noise, ladies and gentlemen, for one of your very own, the talent scout, the evaluator, the guru, Jason Key. What up, JK? How we doing, man? Appreciate y'all having me on. Hey, we super excited. This is a blessing for us. We've been chasing this one for a minute. And uh, I don't know why I feel. We, 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 I, I just want to say thank you, Jason. You've embraced us and done nothing but show us love all summer long. I can't wait to get back out there on the circuit with you next summer. And we have some good time. Kevin, oh, you are done, by the way. But uh, this is the first time watching the show. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to reintroduce myself. I am your host, the mouth out of South B. Jones, the OG, all things Louisiana. Put your L's up. Mr. Yeet is in the building. And I'm rocking alongside my brother from another mother. The other side of the logo. The choir storm. The head coach, KT. Kel, look at us. Look at us, brother. We made it, man. Major key alert. How you feeling today, KT? Well, I hope Jason likes McDonald's. If I got to pay for something, B.J. You know, I'm working on a teacher salary, dude. Uh, but as your question, man, go ahead, go ahead. What you I got? Say, you know, McDonald's is very important to this show. So you know what? I'll take I'll take that McDonald's uh, uh, dinner. Okay. Now I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Jason. I'm not paying for anything for you. But man, to ask your question, this is huge for us. Like you said, Jason rocks with us hard, man. We appreciate it. Let's turn up, B.J. Let's go. This 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 the year outright. And let me say, I appreciate y'all's patience, man. I just had to get through the summer, get through the work that comes post-summer, and now here we are. So I know, as you said, we've been working on this thing, it feels like since April, April, May or so, and we finally got a time when we can commence. So I appreciate you guys. 
Nah, man, we appreciate you, Jason, but we're about to turn it up. Y'all see the man with the cap. We got to do this thing off the chain. Hey, Jason, we need you to take your right hand. We need you to reach over your left shoulder, my guy. And we okay. need you to pull that strap down and buckle up. We're about to go to work. This ride is about to be a crazy one. Y'all know what y'all got to do. This is the part of the show. This is our invitation to join the Sports Life Talk family. 2023 has been a blessing. We traveled all over the country, and you guys have done nothing but show us love and to help us to keep this platform going. But 2024 is right around the corner, and we're about to do this name bigger and better than ever. We need you to get it kicked off right now by doing the podcast trinity that's right big three things that can make a tremendous difference number one we close to 500 episodes of this show smash that subscribe button become part of the sports life talk nation and watch as we continue to grow that number more and more and more with great people and if you believe in inspiration and motivation i challenge you to smash that subscribe button number two hit that like bunny button as many times as elon musk and mark zuckerberg will allow you to hit it we need this show to bubble all the way up to the top and number three, last but not least, it's Christmas time. Y'all know what it is. It's sharing. It's caring. Y'all got to give this to somebody. Smash that link. Take it. Throw it in your phone, your group me, your WhatsApp, your colleagues. I don't care. Share this with somebody because I guarantee there's some young ladies out there and across the country that want to know more about Jason Key and they want to know a little bit more about how this story got started. So share this episode. Jason. Is, is, is Premier Rank is going to rock with us? I mean, well, what's up, man? You, is you, is you going to rock with us, bro? Premier Basketball? Always. I mean? Always. All right. Let's do it like we true to it. Ten toes down. Let's go. One, two, three. Boom. <laughs> it's a party. It's a party. It's a party. Welcome to the Sports Life Talk family. If you did any of those three, that's right, KT and I. We don't do fans. We don't do we don't do followers. We only do family around here. And if you smash that subscribe button, hit the like or share it, that means you family to me. And we want to welcome you to the Sports Life Talk Nation. So do me a favor, throw us a basketball emoji. That's right. In honor of Jason Key, we want you to throw a basketball emoji in the chat and let us know you did one of those three so we can just reach out to you and digitally shake your hand and just say thank you. That's it. That's how simple this is. All right, y'all. Y'all waited this long. It is time for the man, the myth, the legend, Major Key Alert. Let's go to work, Jason Key. Are you ready for the Sports Life Talk initiation? Ready as I'm going to be. Let's go with it. All right, Jason. To initiate you into the SLT family, you got to give us your top five music artists. Uh, I'm an eclectic guy. Number one, and it's not even close. It's going to surprise y'all, I bet. Holler notes. Not even close. No, I like that. Oh, oh it's for me, Sarah. Oh, every morning. Every morning. I like man, eat a better, but it's okay. All of them. They Sarah's all is better. Um, obviously, I'm a big hip hop guy. My personal favorite is Lil Wayne. Uh, I'm a huge Wayne guy. No doubt. <laughs> Hey, he from Louisiana. I, I didn't do this, y'all. That was not planned. You, you didn't have to say that. Everybody knew he's from Louisiana. We didn't need for you to say that. He's one of them guys who remind me. I, wear, I say that now. I wear the Texas hat, so I understand what it is. Uh, Tom Petty, Tupac. Everybody probably says Tupac. And then I got to put him in. White rapper, probably the greatest lyricist of all time. Got to throw him in there. 
Do you know how often I have to battle? I, I literally have to, to to question people's intelligence that don't put Eminem in the top five hip hop artists of all time. I don't know if they just yeah. mad because he Caucasian. I don't know yeah. what the problem is. The boy got fight. He spit hot fire. One of the dopest lyricists ever. KT, I know you about to gush. And, I know. And, I, know I, and I have to do the same thing about Tupac because he should be in everybody's top five. No, should I'm, be. Come on. All right, Kevin. What are you gonna give the legend, man? What are you gonna give uh, the guru? B. Jones, this is the last show for 2023. And it took us so long to get Jason on here, man. And we know how big he is in the game. So there's no way I'm giving him anything less than five. There's no, thing, no way I'm giving him anything less than 20. B. Jones, I know we set the record earlier in this year. But you know, I hope your finger's ready. Give him 35, man. Give him 35. Dog. Now, Jason, I want to let you know, man, I know we mentioned McDonald's, but now I got to find somewhere even cheaper than McDonald's because we just gave away all our budget for 2023. But it was worth it, man. It was worth it. All right, so who is your favorite superhero and why? It's uh, a great question, actually. I'm going to go Batman uh, and just the Dark Knight-esque aspect, kind of the mystery man behind the scenes, double... You know, had the double life, he's Batman, but who is Batman? Yada, yada, yada. And then always did it for, you know, the superhero reasons. Save the city for reasons. Save Gotham. So, Batman for me. Because Batman's my favorite, too. But, Jason, I got a follow-up question. Who was the best? Not Michael Keaton, because we know he's the GOAT. You get to pick somebody else. Who would you pick? Uh, man, I'm not great with the actor's name. Uh, Golly. The one that was in. Was it Ben Affleck? Christian, Christian Bale? Bale? I think it was Christian Bale. I would say Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian yeah. Bale was dope. Yeah. But Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Keaton is the boy. Correct yes. Right. As long yes. as it ain't the boy off uh, Twilight. That's the only one. Nah, no, I don't even. I don't even all the way understand that. <laughs> Gothic Batman. Yeah. yeah. I can't do that. All right, so I asked a superhero question because we consider you a superhero, man, because how big you are in the game. So with that said, what would be your theme song? It uh, it won't make sense until you hear more about my story, but it would be Dear Mama. I'm very close. The reason I do all this has to do with my relationship with my mother and all that, so it would be T Tupac's Dear Mama. I love that, KT. Yeah. All right, so what is something that basketball has taught you that you can use when you're not on the court? Man, you know, basketball literally has been my life savior. Uh, we'll get into that more. So just resiliency would be the biggest one. And not, you know, good play, bad play, good day, bad day, whatever. Wake up, do it again. Shoot your next shot. Keep it rolling. So that resiliency piece that is a, a major part of basketball because you're chasing – you're chasing perfection, and you're never actually going to achieve it, but you never stop chasing it. And so, like, having the patience and the resiliency to keep chasing perfection, even though you can't catch it. All right, so B and I, we're going to produce a movie that's centered around you. The one mm -hmm. thing we're missing is a lead actor. Who should we get to play you in the story of your life? Man, you got to be able you gotta be able to play a little bit, right? Uh... I'm going to go Mark Wahlberg. Ooh. I, I was thinking the dude, uh, Jonah. Uh, I can't think of his last name. 
He was. Well, a, he can't play basketball though, B. Well, yeah, Mark Wahlberg somewhat athletic, at least, you know, but like, and uh, I just like the vibe, and he's multifaceted. You know, he's had a, he's been in a bunch of different types of movies and all that. So, uh, I'll go Mark Wahlberg. Shout yeah. out Mark Wahlberg. We I'm tell you who, Mark who you got, KT? I got Adam Sandler, even though because he can hoop a little bit. That's a good one. And then he just did that hustle movie. So that I mean that, that was that's a great that actually that movie spoke to me in some ways, no doubt. Yeah. Wow, that's a, yeah, that's a pretty good uh, connection right there, KT. Yep. I mean, I do what I do sometimes, B Jones. Here we go. All right, Jason. So the one thing that B Jones and I we love to do, we love to travel. When we travel, we eat. But we're all in Dallas. So what's that one food spot you're gonna recommend, man? And what's your go-to meal there? Man. The one I can't eat no more, but love is Henderson's. Oh my God. <laughs> That's oh. chicken, ain't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We try to stay away from the fried chicken. We're trying to cut it off, cut off the fried chicken. But Henderson's is the one. And then I know it's chain and what else, whatever, but my go-to is Papa Dose. No. I, I, I got a feeling, Jason. You might have some Louisiana in your blood somewhere, <laughs> Brett Playboy. Somebody in your family from the boot. This boy that just said seafood straight off the bayou, Papa Doe's. Everybody out there that's watching it, put your L's up. If you're driving in your car, throw your L's up. Let's go. I, I did it once. I'm not doing it again, B. Jones. I'm going to Henderson's on Thursday because of you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> If you're from, you from south of 20, you understand what Henderson's is all about. Henderson's, Rudy's, all that stuff, man. No doubt. No doubt. All right, now it's time for the You That Got Next offering. We're passing our collection plates around and asking you to hit that subscribe button. Make sure you like this video. Leave us your top five music artists, your theme song, and your favorite superhero in the comments. And finally, go to our website, sltugotnext.com, to learn more about us and other You Got Next family members. Now allow me to turn over the B as we learn more about i knew his family member but he's been family for a minute jason keys so go ahead and take it away brother listen y'all keys unlock doors and today we're about to unlock a door and take y'all on a crazy journey i can't i can't say it enough how much this episode mean to me jason i can't think of a better way to finish 2023 than have you on here man so so welcome to the family let's let, let's go let's turn this thing up jason all right man everybody see you on the sideline glaring on the you know with your hand with your arms crossed you over there looking at talent and they'll see you whisper something to somebody else well, we got to tell them your journey, Jason. Man, when did you fall in love with the game of basketball? Man, so it's it's all in, in, in intertwined with my life, right? So uh, my mom was heavily addicted as a child. Had a major battle with uh, addiction. Has been clean for 20 plus years now, God bless. Um, has uh, Is, is uh, heavily involved with the state of Texas, uh, both in the AA side of things and uh, within uh, her actual job within the state of Texas and recovering children that are in uh, uh, troubled situations. And so because of that, I, uh, at a very young age, somewhere around 1980, 81, uh, started having to go to girls basketball games at Duncanville High School with my grandmother, who was very good friends with a lady named Sandra Meadows, who is was the longtime head coach at Duncanville, who the arena's named after now. And uh, it was my getaway. Like, I, you know, at the time, I'm three, four years old. 
spending time with my grandma. I don't even understand what all was going on in the life around me. And basketball became my, like I said, my getaway, my way, my escape from reality and all that. And so just grew up, literally grew up with it uh, 40 plus years ago now. Dang, Jason, yo, you know, I, I, I can't imagine you being that old, my guy. But that's what's up. That's what's up, man. So, so now, Jason, can you can you pick up the rock and do some work? Can you, Not anymore. Can you I think them days are by are biased, right? <laughs> what I like to what I like to tell people, right, is uh, if you were really good in my era in the mid in the mid nineties, uh, this goes for both uh, boys and girls, right? Uh, you dunked on me if you were a boy. There wasn't nobody that was really good. Kenya Martin dunked on me many a time. Uh, I grew up with uh, I grew up with guys that played out of Duncanville, played college ball, went on to play pros, but from Sterling Davis to Chris Owens to Bill Washington, uh, on and on it goes. And so uh, Colin Boddicker, uh, on and on it goes as part of the, uh, the Duncanville history and all that. And then Obviously, Kenny when uh, I was just shouting him out because he was the best player in Dallas in my time. Uh, and uh, so, no, I was just scrappy, wasn't ultra talented. I thought I, the uh, part of the basketball thing, my dad is 6'3". I thought I was going to hit 6'3". <laughs> my, mom, my mom was 5' even. Somebody, I forgot to, I forgot to put uh, her into the equation, right? And so, it's actually because I wasn't really considered just a little, little guy. Growing up to about tenth grade, everybody else hit another hit another uh, growth spurt. Mine forgot to come. Still waiting on it. Wow, wow. So, so how, how did your journey go from uh, my time Hooper and Kenyon Martin's poster buddy to uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, to standing on those sidelines and started the whole evaluator and, and working with yeah. Premier Basketball? How did all that come about? Let me start back a little bit first, and and it's all going to kind of kind of tie together but uh i grew up in in the apartments i grew up on that side i was the only white kid on my side of the tracks type of thing right and in my apartment specifically all that uh and fifth grade uh we were we were trying we would have to walk to the school maryfield to go play we were trying so we wanted to get goals built in the back of our apartments so we go to the office. The lady says, uh, there's four of us. The lady says, if you get 500 signatures, we'll put a goal in the back. So we got, this is fifth grade. We got over a thousand. So they didn't have room to put a full court, but they put two full half courts side by side in the back. That became where Tamika Catchings, Jaylee Mitchell, Kenya Larkin, uh, on and on would come play the boys. It became like a, a, a spot where we played each other. Boys played mostly three on three, some four on four, actually, in half court. And then the girls would come play the boys. Okay. Well, there was an AU guy at the time that would come at times to come pick up the best girls. Drove all around Dallas in a van. And again, I'm at when this is happening, I'm probably somewhere between 13, 15 years old, 13, 14, 15 years old. Uh, he would come pick them up, right? All together, whatever that spot may be. That guy was Joey Simmons. Right? So I didn't know Joey then. But there was a connection we were making that we didn't even know. Alright? So I go on. I go. Uh, uh, I get on through Duncanville. Going to school. Working. 
my ex-wife's cousin played college ball. His name's Mark Williams. He does our international stuff. Mark Williams is playing basketball, uh, played at Rowlett and then at uh, DCC, Dallas Christian College, uh, D3. Mark calls me and says, hey, I've been training this. Uh, Mark could really shoot it. I've been training this kid. It's the first time that I remember hearing the word train, by the way. Right. Uh, that wasn't really a thing in our time and all that. So it's, it's, it's interesting, the terms. But he said, I've been training this kid. He kind of had to explain to me what the hell training was. And he said, uh, they want to turn it into a team. I'd like for you to, you know, come help me coach. Him. And this was boys. This was seventh grade boys. So um, we got a practice uh, slot at a place called the Rise in Rockwell. All right. Still, it's still there today. Within a, a year, that one boys team turned into 24, 12 boys, 12 girls teams, all ages, right? Uh, like, lightning, quick. Uh, so we started we started traveling a little bit. Uh, I coached both. We kind of covered each other, did whatever. We had our main teams, but we helped. And then we started grooming coaches underneath us, that kind of thing. Uh, and uh, we got pretty good. Uh, and so we would play in some tournaments all over, especially locally, obviously, uh, including Premier, and got pretty good on the girls' side. Joey Simmons approaches Mark Williams, uh, the guy that got, you know, that asked me to come help coach and all that, says, hey, I got the scouting service. I'm trying to pick up steam on, you know, would you, would you be interested in, in, in trying to jump, jump into this opportunity? So Mark comes to me, we talk it through, we decide to do it. Uh, and Joey had already built the base of the platform. You know, it just needed a little ump. Uh, but he already had he already had a lot of schools subscribing to it, and especially regionally, that kind of thing. Uh, so I go to U16, I think it was, U16 trials that following spring, first time I've ever been up in Colorado. Uh, for USA Basketball, and it just so happens that Ketch, Tamika Ketchens, um, was her first year on the selection committee, right? She's still playing at the time, she's still with the Indiana Fever. And uh, Ketch sees me, and we catch, and we meet up, and you could just see everybody in there saying, who is this type thing, right? And then off the went. You know, it's funny you keep dropping that Tamika catches because I got to ask you, Jason, you've been you've been in a lot of gyms, man. What, what was that one time where you looked out there on the court for the first time and you saw this bright button superstar? And you was like, she got it. She is going to take this thing to the next level. Man, there's a lot of those. Um, you know, what's interesting and I, I'm going to go way back. The first really like just to me superstar player i ever saw was sinitra henderson sinitra henderson play i'm i'm a guess 87 probably grad went on to play at texas uh i believe she was on their national championship team don't quote me on that my mind tells me she was but that's been it's been almost 40 years ago so give me give me grace on that uh uh but that was the first one where i saw she don't play like everybody else right and you talk Kobe Kennedy. Uh, you talk Julie Lake, who played with Shooter, fire at the ball, and went on to play at Texas Tech. Uh, I've already spoke of, you know, I think y'all know of my relationship with Jalen Mitchell. Uh, uh, 
Tamika, to me, I think Tamika to this day is the greatest high school player I've ever seen. Uh, uh, so there's there's been quite a few over the years. I always revert back to what taught me all this, even before I knew this is what I was doing. I was a kid, right? But Sinitra, to answer the question, it would be Sinitra Henderson. And again, this was eight to 10 year old Jason saying, man, I can't, what is that? You know, that, that looks different than everybody else around here. So that's something everybody can go Google. Sinitra Henderson. Now, Jason, people probably think that being a scout is probably one of the best jobs in America. Don't get me wrong. If you're an avid basketball fan, I'm pretty sure it has its moments to where you just sit back and you see some of these games in the AAU tournaments and some of the talent, the battles. I mean, I, I was witness to it this past year, and I, I, I'm addicted. I'm telling y'all, I'm already booking, booking everything for 2024, but it's not as easy as they say, Jason. It's been some nights, and I go home with blisters on my feet. I'm talking about buddy saw you in this gym from eight o'clock in the morning to nine o'clock at night it is not as sexy as people make it sound or oh, lavish yeah. right and then yeah. this is the thing this is the thing because you you make me lazy you make me lazy jason because when it comes to a point throughout the midday i just be like yo key who who we watching you you'll go through you'll be like hey these are the kids that you need to be looking at to come on the show and I can only imagine how difficult that is for you with all of these pressures coming from parents, from AAU organizers, from committees. How do you stay focused at these events for 12 to 15 hours some days and really truly give, uh, you know, great evaluations on some of these amazing young ladies? It's now work to me uh, again, as I mentioned, kind of as I, uh, as I, uh, it's, it means so much to me. I'm so passionate about it uh, because of my history with it and what it's provided for me uh, and done for me. I don't know anything else. So, um, you know, I can only speak for me, but I, I feel like I'm probably the aberration when it comes to all that because I don't get tired. It doesn't it doesn't bother me. I go to gym. I, I go to I go to as many college games. A lot of people don't understand that part of it. I go to as many college games as I do uh, high school and below level games. And uh, it's just what I know, man. It's what I love. It's what I do. And uh, uh, my dad was a musician, still is somewhat part-time, but my dad never trombonist, was never not playing his trombone ever, right? Because he loves it. He doesn't get tired of it to this day. And he's in his, he's in his late 60s, right? That's how I feel about basketball. It's just what I know. It's what I do. Uh, if I wasn't doing what I what what this has become, which I didn't have any expectations of, it just kind of happened. If I wasn't doing this, I would be coaching somewhere, right? And so uh, I would be involved in the game because I can't not be. It's not in me. Well, well, let's focus on the game for a second. You just talked about the lush history of being around the game for 40 years, which that's a long time, my guy. That's a long time. So, how, how have you seen the game evolve? And then, of course, you see, we now we got these amazing superstars like Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese and Paige Beckers and Juju. I mean, the names are coming out the wazoo. Stars are starting to come out. Like, women's basketball, to me, has got next. Like, they up now. Ooh. It's popping. How has the game evolved since you've been around? And where do you see this thing taking off to? Yeah, um... I think as far as the technical pieces of the game, the athleticism piece, the speed of the game has definitely changed uh, generation by generation. The game's gotten faster and faster and more athletic. 
Uh, obviously, we're, we're, we're bigger, stronger, longer in terms of the athletes playing. Uh, I think when you talk the outside scope and you talk about the media around it and the eyeballs on the game and all that, uh, I've always felt that this was coming. Um, in some ways, I feel like we're prepared. In other ways, I, I, I feel like we're not, you know, depending on what you see of the day. I think there's things that have put accelerants on it in terms of the NIL piece and all of that. It, it, it just puts more juice and more storylines that outside fans that aren't just hoop junkies get involved with. You, you know, I'm very close to Deja Kelly, obviously. Deja Kelly and Angel Reese and all that. They, they do a great job of selling a lifestyle that basketball is attached to, but it's bigger than basketball in terms of what they're selling to, right? And so I think that's brought eyeballs that not wouldn't necessarily be on basketball per se, per se, uh, to our to our sport. And with that, I'll say there's good and bad to everything, and more good than bad because I remind coaches who have to deal with this nil piece or this or that that hey, the thing is you're making more money because of. It. So there's you got to take the good with the bad, right? And that's uh, that's part of the growth of the game. I thought last year's Final Four was was next level because, as you spoke to Caitlin and Angel, and then even Gino with you know, especially if, if Paige stays fully healthy this year, say and all that, we get them there. Gino and UConn because of the mystique brings that level, and then same with Don and South Carolina who look great early, and so. We have this character building. You know, you talked about superheroes and movies and you think about what sticks in your mind. We're building those brands to where they stick with you. And uh, because of guys that are doing what you do and that kind of thing, the media piece of this, it's, it's extraordinary. And it's it's uh, great for the game. And I think, I think the game's ready, you know, as ready as it can be. The product is ready to deliver. That's one great thing I thought about the Final Four, right, last year is the product delivered. It wasn't just the hype, and then it was a dud. The product delivered behind the hype. Well, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with being the, the name Jason Key because you drop rankings, and the world is infatuated with preseason rankings and end-of-year rankings. We love rankings. We want to rank everything from our movies to our music to our sports. With that being said, there's a lot of responsibility come with that. And In one hand, you go to this young lady and you say, hey, you are a five-star. You are the best in the nation. She's getting all these offers. But then on the other hand, you got to have some real honest conversations with some people and say, hey, you know, this is where you are. And although yeah. they may, you know, they, they probably think you're hating. But I got to ask you, what is your messaging to some of these kids who, who, who subscribe to these rankings and some of these families about the whole ranking scenario and what is your advice to them how to carry themselves in uh, in all of these AAU and high school situations as they grow their name and build their brands? Man, just keep working. Stay in the gym, keep working. It's an evolving thing. Don't get caught up in the rankings. The rankings are, uh, they have their place in all this, but they aren't the end all be all. They don't define you. I'm no dream killer, right? But, if you come and ask me, I'm going to tell you what it is, right? And what's so funny is many times the the parents, even more so than the kids a lot of times, but um, the people that really feel slighted by me 
or disrespected, which happens. I, I get it, right? With good comes the bad, just for me too. Uh, in high school, they'll go through that freshman year of college and they'll say, man, I should have listened to you. You know, because th this is way harder than I thought it was. Yeah, and inevitably. I get that every year. And then some of, some of the people that dislike me at the mo in the moment the most, their junior, senior year in particular usually, again, more parents than kids usually, become my biggest fans late in their college careers because you, you kept it real from, from them. Instead of hyping them and setting them up for failure, you kept it real to them and, you know, and you told them what it was. So um, that's who I'm going to be. That's kind of how what I built my brand on, you know, the integrity piece and that kind of thing. And so it doesn't bother me. I, I don't I, – I wouldn't want to be told that I was the 25th best evaluator in the country, right? And so I get it. I understand where they're coming from. Uh, and so I'm, I'm empathetic to the journey. I've seen this for a long time. Again, I've seen uh, – you know, I don't, my background – I've seen layers and I've seen all different kinds of kids and I've seen kids. I knew were going to be WNBA. I've seen kids that I knew because of their grittiness, were going to play D2, D3. I've seen kids that were just going to be good high school basketball players and not play college basketball. And that's okay. For some reason, you know, I understand the dreams, but that's not the end of the world. Right. And, uh, and so, uh, when I when I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking from a lot of experience, and I'm in no way trying to shatter dreams. And and hey, there's no doubt there's kids that were better than I thought they would turn out to be. That happens all. That happens too. I'm not gonna say all the time. I ain't gonna kill myself like that. But that definitely <laughs> happens. That definitely happens. And so, um, you know, it takes all types. I'm open to any conversation with anybody at any time, as you two can attest to. Uh. But you know, if you don't, if you don't want to hear the real, you probably want to go to the hype guys. <laughs> That's not what I do. Are yeah. you ready for the championship rounds, Kevin? It's the last set championship round of the year. I'm super stoked about this one. It's going to take all this time. It's a lot leaning on this one, J. Key. So uh, we're gonna take it to that level. You ready? I'm ready. Have you ever played? Uh, Would you rather? I have. All right, so we're about to play the Sports Life Talks version of Would You Rather on Steroids. The rules are very simple if you're new to the program. Both KT and I are about to give Jason a, uh, a option or a scenario that's very layered. It's very uh, complex. Jason would have to select one of those. Whichever one he select, that host will get a point. The first host to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game and the last game of the year of championship rounds. I am the defending champion. Whew, I got a whole serve one more again, and I'm ready to do this. All right, Jason, are you ready for this? Ready as I'm going to be. All right, would you rather get the talent evaluator job of your dreams, whether that be an NBA team, WNBA, and you go down and help that team, assemble that team into a championship dynasty, or you can still be an evaluator, but now I'm giving you part ownership in the WNBA team of your choice. Ownership. <laughs> Jason, you got to think about it a little bit, man. At least, at least save my feelings a I little did. bit, man. I did. I thought about it for a full two seconds. All right, round two. Let's go, KT. Would you rather host your own food show on ESPNU where you get to interview other athletes? and coaches as they take you to their favorite place to eat 
in the towns that they coach and play in are. Or I'm going to have Mark Wahlberg narrating it, but I am going to sign you to a Netflix deal. We're going to follow you around. We're going to tell the Jason Key story. We're going to call this one the key to the game. And it is going to be like basically a documentary about your life and how you interact with these parents, these committees. And we're just going to follow you around and tell your story for one year on Netflix, man. We may have something similar coming, but Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Alright y'all, the score is one to one and we take this thing to the final round. But the unique thing is the final round, we don't do any scenarios. Now we take it to the sneaker game. Both KT and I are super sneaker heads. As a matter of fact, we go live every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Part of that live show is we do pop culture, entertainment and stuff like that. Yeah, we talk a little sports as well, but I do a segment called The Drop, which I talk about new sneaker releases, things that I think you should go out and cop. But with that being said, our collection over the last five years has <laughs> gotten ridiculous. So before the show, without Mr. Texas Jason Keys knowing it, we selected a pair of shoes we thought represented him. And uh, on the count of three, we're going to get Jason to say, hold that sneaker. And when you say it, Jason, we're going to show you the heat we got prepared for you, all right? Uh, Here we go. Three, two, one. Hold that sneaker. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. I'm going with Brandon's. No doubt. Yeah! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! And still, SLT champion of the world, M-O-T! Yes, let's go, Jason. Hey, I'm bringing this to the next AAU event. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take a picture with this with this belt, baby. 2024 will start off with me as the reigning champion. I'm so hype. I'm so hype about this. All right, Jason. Well, me, Jones? Give me a chance to Google some places that's cheaper than McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> he just lost that combo. He just lost that quarter pounder meal. All right, here we go, Jason. You've been rocking with us for a while, man, and uh, you already know what this is about. We're talking about the future of the game. We're talking about the future of amazing individuals that we consider to be superheroes like yourself. And the title of the show is You Got Next. What's up next for Jason Keys? Man, we got some big things on the horizon. Uh, I think there's going to be some growth within the ESPN platform uh, in, in terms of what we're doing. I think there's going to... Uh, there's going to be some growth, like I said, um, uh, on the media side for uh, me and my, my man Shane uh, and that kind of thing. So there's, there's a, a lot of big things coming. I, I can't imagine on the scouting side. Uh, uh, I've dabbled a little bit with some WNBA teams on some things. Um, so, so maybe some opportunity there, but I can't imagine it going much further than it has, which is uh, bigger and, and more better than I could have ever dreamed of. Uh, and so we're going to keep doing, going to keep doing what we're doing and whatever, uh, whatever opportunities come our way, we'll, we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely take advantage. That's what we do. All right. Do you have any shout outs you want to give? Most definitely. I want to, uh, my three, my three kids. Uh, Lisa, Jalen, Jackson, man, for putting up with me. I'm gone a lot. Obviously, a lot of weekends are involved in this. And uh, I try to spend as much time as I can during the week. My two girls are grown. 
Uh, one's fully grown. One's uh, gonna gonna graduate in three at Texas. Uh, and then Jackson's coming along. He's a, he's a freshman in high school. So my three kids for sure. My man Shane Laughlin. We brought him on. Uh, you know he was a, he was a client of ours at Rice. And uh, we stole him from the college game, and uh, he helped us take this thing to the next level. My man, uh, Mark Williams, who I mentioned, who does our international piece, who got me into this whole whole thing, uh, just made that call and uh, started with a team, and who knew? Who knew where it would go, right? And then uh, last, but certainly not, well, two more. Uh, Jalen Mitchell, who I've talked about often, former head coach of North Texas, uh, in the North Texas Hall of Fame. Uh, she is a sounding board and, and one of my best friends in life. We were partners, uh, been rocking together for a long time now. Uh, and she's doing, she's doing great. Uh, and then Joey Simmons, uh, last but not least, Joey Simmons for giving me the opportunity and uh, giving us the platform and letting us do what we do. Hey, I actually had the chance to meet Jaylee Mitchell. Hey, yeah. hey, Coach Mitchell. Hey, Coach Mitchell. Yeah. All right, so this is, the part, yeah, this is part of the show where you get a chance to call the person that you think should have next. Tell them, hey, I got a chance to rock with B. Jones and KT. I told them my story. Why don't you do the same thing? With that said, Jason, who you calling out? Who should have Jaylee next? Mitchell. Ain't no doubt. Jaylee, we, we, come on. We've been trying to get her. Uh-huh. We've been trying. She's a little bit. Now you got me involved. All right, let's go. Coach Mitchell, let's make this thing official. We just lined up a big fish for season four. So, uh, Coach Mitchell, you're officially on the clock. We can't wait to have you on the program. Jason Key, Major Key Alert, you got next. You are the truth, sir. You are a pioneer. You are a trendsetter, a trailblazer, an icon, a legend. You are extraordinary and elite. You deserve a... Kevin, I'm about to get emotional. I'm about to get emotional. I can't believe the year is over. Happy New Year to everybody that's watching this show. We appreciate y'all rocking with us and putting up with us for the whole entire year. And we promise y'all we're going to be the hardest working podcast in 2024, the year of the Mamba. So stay tuned. We got big guests, big names, big energy, big life. It's all coming to the Sports Life Talks. You got next platform. Make sure y'all do the big three. This is your chance to be the MVP of this show. Subscribe, like, share, show us some love. Keep this mission going. Together we can move a mountain. And last but not least, don't forget to tap in with us on our social platforms. We we, we drop content every single day. Jason Tay, we working. We dropping content every single day. New guests, new stars, new names. It's, we gonna put in the work. Listen, remember we go live every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to have you there. Uh, it's just a fun. Eat your dinner a little bit early on Wednesday night because you're gonna laugh yourself to sleep. Uh, with us hanging out with us in the two-way dialogue if you want to get on the show just like jason we can only be in one gym at a time and me and kt we don't divide we roll together so uh so listen if you got a story that need to be telling you earnestly and honestly feel like you got next go to our website sltugotnext.com click on the nominate tab nominate someone or even tell us about yourself and why you think you you deserve to be on the show and we're gonna reach out to you and give you an audition and trust me we talk to everybody we are no, we're not strangers. We your, we your play cousins, and we're going to show you some love. And then last but not least, thank you so much for watching this on YouTube, and we appreciate you doing so. But going forward in the future, take You Got Next on the road, on the go, 
anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple Music, download this in the audio version on your way to work while you're in the gym, while you're cooking. You can listen to the smooth sounds of the mouth of the South, B. Jones, and watch me roast KT, my brother from another mother. All right, Kev. I don't think I could have pictured this thing ending. Season three has been a blessing. Kevin, real talk though, man. I give you all the time. You've been busting your butt this year, man. This has been a it's been a fun ride. Jason, we couldn't have done it without you, dude. I'm telling you, from the first time that, that we saw you, you shook our hands. And you was like, hey, I like what y'all doing. And I'm going to tell you something, man. We got out to the car, and we hollered like we were 16-year-old girl. We were, ah! Jason can't know us. Nah, real talk. But uh, we appreciate you, man. KT, let's go, man. Let's get up out of here. Well, I was having such a great time up until uh, round three of uh, championship rounds. But, you know, it is what it is. Jason, man, thank you so much for rocking with us. It means a lot to us. And whatever you need from us, please let us know and we got your back. Yeah, I appreciate you guys for having me. Okay, we coming, Jason. You already know. We're going to be out there in them streets. This is our year. I, I, I was almost about to sing some hauling notes, but uh, I'm, I'm going to say it to everybody. Oh, 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 That's no warm, by the way. Hey, let's get up out of here, y'all. We love y'all. Sports Life Talk Nation. Stay safe. Be blessed. Respect each other and love one another because together we are better. And keep dreaming big because you never know. Your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet. I knew you had next because you always working. You always grinding. You're in your bag because you're always working. Like in due time, I just, I knew you got next. You did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk got the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast to tune into just for you to talk your shit. Talking mushroom, you are what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next, it's a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity. What's up next is you, at least you better be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sports life talking this.